0: hello you guys it's katie and welcome back to another episode of crime and crochet in this week's episode we are discussing the case of heidi broussard and her best friend megan firmuska i don't know if i pronounced either of their last names right so i apologize for that in advance Katie Broussard was a 33-year-old mom who lived in Austin, Texas, and had just had a baby girl named Margot three weeks ago. So on December 12th, which was a Thursday in 2019, she was reported missing to the Austin Police Department by her fiance when he came home and she was not home. The last place her and the baby were seen was at Colwood Elementary School, where she had dropped off her older son that same day. The next day, Friday, December 13th, her fiancé goes to the news and is basically just pleading for whoever has her or wherever she is with their baby to come back. On Sunday, December 15th, her fiance is on Good Morning America, and he's quoted as saying all of these things like he just wants her to come home. She's amazing, she's missed, she has her whole family supporting her, praying that she'll come home, and they just don't know what happened. Somebody needs to bring her home safe. I don't care, just drop her off. All this kind of stuff, and of course. He is the first suspect out of anybody because he is the closest person to her, but he is ruled out at some point. And on Tuesday, December 17th, the Austin Police Department reveals that the FBI and Texas Rangers joined the case to search for Heidi and Margot. On Friday, December 20th, the police end up going to Megan Formuska's house, who is considered to be a close friend or even a best friend to Heidi. And they find Margot safe and sound inside her home. And they find Heidi's body in the trunk of her vehicle. So she is arrested that day i mean like obviously she's arrested you're not gonna just be found with a dead body in the trunk of your car and a missing baby and not be arrested but anyways she's arrested and they do all the interviews trying to get her to talk how did this happen all that kind of stuff megan was facing charges of capital murder two charges of kidnapping and a charge of tampering with a corpse which all makes sense because um dead body would equal capital murder to kidnapping would be her best friend and her baby and tampering with a corpse would be putting the corpse in the trunk anyways about a month later she is indicted by a grand jury and is held on these charges until it is time for a trial. Now, let's get into some more details as far as a possible motive for this killing and kidnapping. Now, the thing that is the most interesting about this case is that Megan had been saying that she was pregnant this whole time, shortly after Heidi told her that she was pregnant with Margot, she said that she was also pregnant, and they both said that they were due around December of 2019. So, of course, Heidi has Margot, and she's three weeks old at this point when she's kidnapped and her mother is killed. Now, the whole time Megan is pregnant she does not let her boyfriend or anybody else go to these doctor's appointments that she's supposedly going to for this baby and basically other than the pregnancy test and the ultrasound pictures and stuff there's really no evidence that she was actually ever pregnant but according to her she was pregnant and she had her family and friends and boyfriend everybody believing that she was pregnant and supposedly on December 12th the day that Heidi and Margo went missing she went into labor at a birthing facility in Houston, Texas but she could not remember the name of this facility and she brought the baby home on December 12th but Whenever she was questioned, she could not give the investigators any sort of evidence to go off of as far as going to the facility and asking if she had ever been there, if they gave birth to a child on that day, any of that stuff, they had nothing to go off of. So, in my mind, a complete lie, in most people's mind, a complete lie that she had a baby at this point and that she even was ever pregnant really. So basically there's no solid evidence other than her word that she was ever pregnant or ever had this baby at all and whenever the police came to her home she just claimed that this baby was her baby that she gave birth to on December 12th the same day that her best friend and her baby went missing all of that but then obviously they find the mother's body in the trunk of her car and the baby's identified to be Margot and not a baby that Megan ever had and this is just a shock to everybody cuz supposedly they had been friends for a really long time and nobody even saw this coming and obviously not even Heidi herself because it didn't seem like there was a struggle or anything like that I mean they were friends so if she needed her or she showed up at her house or whatever I'm sure she just went with her willingly apparently Megan had her boyfriend so convinced that this was his baby whenever she came home with it on December 12th that he was even going to the store to buy diapers and they were just taking care of this baby like it was their baby for the couple of days they had in between the kidnapping and when the police came and knocked on their door and even at this point he was still under the impression that it was his baby telling the officers the same story that she came home with it on December 12th all of this stuff But what he didn't know is that instead of going to a clinic or a facility and having this baby, his girlfriend had instead kidnapped her best friend's baby and killed her best friend, which is absolutely insane, but there's a lot of theories on maybe Megan couldn't have children of her own and she was jealous of Heidi because she already had kids and had this newborn. And that's what she wanted and so she just decided to kill her and take the baby. And the thing that gets me the most, this was obviously planned out for a very long time for her to even have her boyfriend and family and everybody thinking that she was actually pregnant this whole entire time and then what was she going to do when there was actually no baby. The only thing she could have done was steal this other person's baby around the time she was supposed to be having hers if she was actually never pregnant this whole entire time. So it's actually crazy the amount of effort she went through to fake this, but she was not smart enough to actually, I don't know, like dispose of the body or anything, but Anyways, good thing she wasn't smart enough because she is now sitting in jail for a very long time, I'm sure. I cannot find much on if the cases actually went to trial yet or not, but I do know that a lot of cases that have happened within the past couple of years that were waiting for trial before COVID-19 have gotten a lot of delays because of COVID-19. So I'm assuming that's probably the case for this case, because this did happen in December of 2019. But anyways, y'all, that is it for this week's case, which is, again, another crazy one. But with that, let's just get on to this week's crochet pattern. This week's crochet pattern is the Sir Pounce A Lot pattern by 58 stitches which is a super cute little cat pattern and the colors are easy to adjust so you can make a miniature version of your cat or somebody else's cat as a gift which I think is such a cute idea. And some of the limbs are a little small so it may be difficult for absolute beginners but otherwise it is a cute project for newbies if you would like to try it out. This pattern is a free one that is available on the website 58stitches.com and if you want to check out her Instagram as well, that is 58stitches on Instagram. And if y'all just want to make it easy on yourself, you can also just head over to my Instagram at cramandcrochet. You can find her Instagram there as well as the link to the pattern. And all sorts of other information from this episode, such as pictures, sources, all of that kind of stuff. So, again, before I wrap up this episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that you can check out today's crochet pattern as well as my sources, pictures of the people involved in this case, and much, much more over on my Instagram at Crime and Crochet, as all one word as well as if you want to help me out, the best way you can help me is leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on if you are enjoying the podcast. With that, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I hope you will join me here next Saturday for the next episode of Crime and Crochet. And Make sure y'all are staying safe out there so you don't end up being one of these victims we talk about every week. Goodbye, y'all.